0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the seventh week of the Easter season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Hebrews chapter 10, beginning this morning at verse 19. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and let our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast. the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. For if we willingly persist in sin after having received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins the fearful prospect of judgment in a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries anyone who has violated the law of moses dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses how much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by those who have spurned the son of god profaned the blood of the covenant by which they were sanctified and outraged the spirit of grace for we know the one who said vengeance is mine, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall those earlier days when, after you had been enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to insults and afflictions, and sometimes becoming partners with those so treated. For you had compassion for those who were in prison, And you were cheerfully accepted the plundering of your possessions, knowing that you yourself possess something better and more lasting. Do not, therefore, abandon that boldness of yours. It brings a great reward. For you need endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. For yet, in a very little while, the one who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. My soul takes no pleasure in anyone who shrinks back. But we are not among those who shrink back, and so are lost, but among those who have faith, and so preserve our souls. We've heard people say this time and time again, and maybe at one time or another we've said it ourselves. We say, I don't have to go to church. I believe in God, and I commune with God in my own way, my own time, my own place. After all, where does the Bible say that we have to go to church? And you know, they're absolutely right. Nowhere in the Bible do we find God commanding that we go to church, or Jesus teaching his disciples to go to church. That's because church isn't a place to go or an activity to participate in, but it is what Christ has made us to be together in him. We are called, commanded, instructed to be church. We've been made church by the blood of Christ, by the sprinkling of that blood that has made us clear and brought us into God's presence, by the washing of baptism that has made us part of the people of God. And the one thing that the church does is gather to worship, to pray together, to share the sacraments, and to provoke one another to love and good deeds, as the author of this letter tells us, to teach us the wisdom of God, to learn from each other from the Word of God. And that is what we are at St. Paul's. We are part of Christ's church, each of us participating in the membership of Christ's body through our baptism. And what the church does is what we do week in and week out. We gather to love each other, to serve one another, to pray, to hear God's word, and to help each other live out this calling in the world by loving and serving one another in this world that God is saving through Christ. So when some neglect to gather or develop other habits instead of the habits of life in Christ, we all suffer their absence. And they themselves end up only bowing down to worship in front of all kinds of altars, to all kinds of false gods. I'm sure we can name any number of them. All the things that we choose to do, all the places we choose to go, all the ways we pay our time instead of gathering as part of the assembly of Christ's church. The author of Hebrews sees Life in Christ, Life as Church, as Enduring in Faith in and Love for God our neighbor and for our world. It is keeping the faith, holding on in hope, acting in love while we await the full revelation of God's kingdom in Christ's coming again. And as long as we gather in Christ, Jesus, who has promised to be with us when as few as two or three gather in his name, then we proclaim the good news of God's kingdom. And in this fellowship, we find the strength to endure to the end. All of us have friends and family who, for any number of reasons, have stopped gathering as part of church. Maybe they have been wounded or hurt by something someone said or did. Maybe they've been just simply burned out. Maybe they simply started doing something else and find more important and meaningful things to fill their time, to dedicate their attention. Maybe their faith has found her. Only you can know by asking and listening. And yet you know, oftentimes those very things that we find are keeping people from meeting are the very things that we need to talk about most in Christ's church, so that Christ present in us can work to heal the wounds, give peace, provide reconciliation, and teach us Teach us time and time again, so that we might understand and cherish and treasure the worthiness of Christ, who has come to save us from our sin, to establish a new covenant with us and God in his blood. To cherish this treasure is infinitely more worthy of our time and attention than is any other endeavor. As we look at the people around, maybe we can ask, How can we help each other endure in our life in Christ together? How can we stand beside them and help them and strengthen them? And how can they come to our assistance so that we can endure to the day when Christ comes? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. So, Especially we pray, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven,